guys, welcome back to Real Talk. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome, um, some of its characteristics, where we may experience it more and um, how we manage it. So we'll start off with a, def- a definition. So imposter syndrome can be characterized as essentially like feeling like a fraud or you don't deserve, you know, your success or your accomplishments. Um and or just maybe not feeling good enough for a particular task or role. And you may feel you need to work harder because you may perceive yourself to have inadequacies um, and you may need to work harder because you need to keep up this sort of quotation mask. And that could lead you to getting further success and recognition, but then also consequentially feeling like a bigger fraud. You also may have poor perception of your skills and therefore downplaying your successes and therefore you might revise your goals and become less ambitious and that can prevent you from fulfilling your true potential. So some of the symptoms or characteristics of imposter syndrome might be crediting luck or other reasons for any success you may have experienced, fear of being seen as a failure, feeling that overworking is the only way to meet expectations, feeling unworthy of attention or or affection, downplaying accomplishments or holding back from reaching attainable goals. So, you know, kind of setting the bar low for yourself, um, even though goals might be achievable and attainable for yourself. And it can also feed into different areas of our lives. So, My first question to you guys is, are there any particular characteristics that I outlined that you may experience more than others? And do you find it show in particular areas of your life more than other ones? I think for me, if it's going to show anywhere, it it was when I first started my, well, the latest job that I've got, Um, or probably any job that I've started. I think I kind of always get that sense of, being an imposter especially when you don't know the trade that you're going into um I do find that I'm very quick in getting work done probably a bit too quick um that I need to learn to kind of like slow it down but I feel like as soon as something comes in I just I need to get it done straight away um yeah I I don't know I it's it's a weird one because it kind of goes at the time you don't think that you're an imposter but at the same time, it's like you notice these characteristics that you do. So I'd like when I first started, people would be like, oh, like you, you're picking it up really quickly. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Um, And even like today, someone will say like, oh, like you're really good at this. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. But I, I think I do downplay myself a lot. And I do that in a lot of aspects in my life, to be honest. Um, And kind of any time someone says something positive, I, I very much downplay it and go, oh, no, like it really wasn't that big of a deal or anything like that. So I think there probably are more aspects of my life that I probably show the characteristics of it, but I just never really pick up on it. Whereas work, I know I have kind of felt like, what am I doing? Like I'm saying stuff and I don't even know if what I'm saying is right. I'm just hoping for the best. And it is, but I just, I don't believe in myself as much. The more that I've spent at work, the better I've been. But it it was definitely kind of that beginning of when I started working, I I didn't feel like I should have been there. And I, like I always used to say, I honestly don't know how I got this job. Like, I don't know how I passed the interview. Because um, I don't really think I didn't want, wasn't going to get it. And there are probably people more experienced. Like, and I'd kind of find 
comparisons of people that I didn't even know were interviewing. Like, I don't know who the other people were interviewing, but I'd still kind of be like, oh no, I'm sure someone else was more like experienced in it or was more confident in this. And I'm like, I'm why am I comparing myself to people that I don't even know? Like, I'm the one that's here, I'm the one that's got the job. And I think I kind of forgot that. Um, so I think my biggest one probably is around my career and my work because I don't quite have a plan. I'm just kind of rolling on through. So I think I don't know if I feel like I kind of belong anywhere at the minute. And I'm just trying to build up confidence in in where I am, to be honest. What about you? I think probably quite similar to that um, in terms of like work situations or doing the job that I do now. I think there's moments when I'm working with particular clients from various like different demographic backgrounds or ages and things like that and it's like and you know when the session goes well or you see a change in someone's mental health for the better and like there's that moment where it's like wow okay I actually like know what I'm doing or I'm actually like I can actually do this job well and like I'm helping someone's mental health like that's not a small job to do and I think sometimes I just really downplay like the role I have in other people's mental health um because like to me it's just like the job and I I work hard to do it and I just need to get it done and it's like I always feel like it was always like something to prove to myself that I could do um and I think I just didn't actually like acknowledge sometimes the weight of the actual role for other people or the impact it has on other people um and I definitely um in terms of kind of like my characteristics or kind of things that I do sometimes it's like not celebrating some of those like actual successes or accomplishments like I just feel like okay I've done it now I need to go on to the next and I need to go on to the next and I think I've always like done that academically because it's been like not for in the sake of anyone else but like just to prove to myself like that's kind of how I valued myself was like through these academic accomplishments but rather than like actually stopping to kind of like celebrate them and be like, wow, okay, yeah, I, I got a first in my uni degree. That's like amazing. I worked really, really hard to get that. Not saying that anyone that didn't get that, it's not amazing, but I didn't like actually acknowledge that or like celebrate it in a way that I think it deserved. And the same thing happened. Like when I then went, I went, okay, finish my uni undergrad, onto the next thing, let me go do my master's. Finish my master's, okay, onto the next thing, let me go get a PG cert. And it's just like, I haven't actually. I do now I feel like more maybe take a minute to like step back and realize like how far I've come but I think when you're in that kind of cycle sometimes it's so hard to just stop and acknowledge and then that's what kind of led to that imposter syndrome feeling because I haven't acknowledged like the steps that took me to get there like now I'm where I'm at I'm like uh what am I doing how did I get here why does anyone trust me with this and sometimes I feel like that is worse when I'm having like struggling with my own mental health um and I can be really hard on myself and quite perfectionist in a way that is like I will be like to myself well if if your own mental health is shit how are you meant to help other people like <laughs> how are you helping other people when you can't like help yourself which I know is like not very fair and it's very difficult actually to take your own advice um definitely oh. Sorry if you can hear Jesse, guys. I apologize about that. But um yeah, I think that's that's me. I'm quite self-critical. Um and I always feel like I could be doing more, be doing better. And then that definitely leads to moments of imposter syndrome. 
And I think that feeds into my relationships or friendships sometimes too. Um, sometimes I'll just like step back and be like, I don't know why I, I deserve these friends or I don't know like what like feels a bit weird like that I have these friends around me um, showing me that love or support. And I'm like, I, what did I do? Like, I didn't do anything. Like, it's that kind of imposter syndrome moment there. Um but yeah, I definitely, definitely think in that element that comes down more to like my self-esteem or my confidence rather than not acknowledging like the things I do or my accomplishments, if that makes sense. What about you, Tam? I think mine is similar to both of you really, like in relation to work, um, also like academics. And I think for me growing up I was always like oh I'm so hard working like you know from school university like oh I'm just I'm it's just because I'm a hard worker but actually growing up I realized no it's because like I'm a perfectionist and I have a fear of failure and that's it's like that what's the word I'm trying to think of the word not positive regard like conditional something something like conditional worth on yourself do you know what I mean? Like you're only worthy if you meet this condition and this condition rather than having that unconditional sort of love for myself. It's like, you know, your worthiness is based on you doing X, Y, Z or achieving this, this and this. And not because anyone was placing those conditions on me or those expectations. I think it's just something I placed on myself because of like a fear of failure or, you know, just not being good enough and therefore having to work extra harder to get to where I want to be and similar to you Sim where it's like oh yeah I've got to where I wanted to be and it's great but then minimizing it completely like okay yeah that's nothing on to the next thing and not even you know celebrating any of that because it's like okay I've done that but what's the next thing that I need to be doing or your goals just become even more like relenting and you know just crazy and then you're just stuck in this cycle so I think for me I used to think oh yeah it's just me being hard working and it's such a good thing but actually of you know growing up you realize now being a perfectionist can be so like maladaptive and unhealthy because you're just constantly putting pressure on yourself going on to the next thing going on to the next thing and life is just passing you by and I feel like I now experience that sort of similar thing within work where it's, again, just fear of failure or fear of doing something wrong or, you know, just not being able to get something right. And this overall sense of responsibility for everything and everyone. And I think that's what can be like draining because you're just feeling like, oh, I've got to do compensate by doing this, this, this and this when it's actually things that I don't have control of. So I think for me, it's that sense of wanting control over control over certain things and therefore working extra harder to control something that's not within my control. I don't know, it's really strange, but that's where I see it more. And I think I notice it in the sense of where I'm not setting boundaries with my work or with tasks or with my time you know I start neglecting myself like me taking lunch break or me finishing on time because again I just think I need to work harder to be more competent at the same level as somebody else that I might be working with so I think coming into 
this particular role that I'm in now definitely I've, I've experienced the most imposter syndrome and it's definitely got better with time and with experience but there's still times where you know you have that inner critical voice that doubt in yourself that am I doing enough am I doing the right thing so and then yeah I just it gets overwhelming for me when I'm not looking after myself or not putting my boundaries in place so I think definitely more within the workplace but I think people can you know can experience in in all areas like you said Sim maybe within friendships or within relationships and I know you mentioned sometimes maybe thinking like oh, do I deserve these people or these people you know what did I do to get these friends I think that can lead you into self-sabotaging those relationships as well because you just feel inadequate or I'm not worthy or deserving of this and therefore that's in your mind and you start self-sabotaging and then that relationship doesn't work out and it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy but not because you're not good enough it's because of what was in your head and that anxiety that maybe caused a change in your behavior so um yeah it can feed into to all areas really within your home within school within relationships within work um, but I think a lot of people, I think a lot of young people as well that I've noticed speaking to lots of young people, you know, in the job that I'm in. I think it's so common, imposter syndrome, you know, within university, within workplaces. I think we just live in such a competitive field and like in life everything just seems so competitive where we see things on its social media. You may see your friends or these celebrities that appear to have these perfect lives and then you compare yourself and it makes you feel inadequate um obviously but those things are just maybe not real or they're not the whole picture of, of what's going on but I think a lot of young people in this generation are experiencing more imposter syndrome but there are a lot of ways <laughs> that it can be managed um and, and different you know things that might work for different people but how do you guys manage these thoughts or these feelings you, that you experience um I think a big one for me was so a lot of mine came between the period between one of my supervisors leaving and another one starting and I was literally on my own um and I think that's when I noticed it the most being like what am I doing here um and I think a big thing for me was once my supervisor kind of my new supervisor started it was just kind of having that someone to talk to. I mean, I'm lucky that I get on really well with my supervisor and we literally talk about everything and anything. Um, and there's so many times where we'll be walking to our cars of an evening after work and she'll be like, oh, like, thank you for everything you've done today. And I'm like, I literally haven't done anything, but you're welcome. Um, and it's literally like every evening, it's the same conversation we have. And she's like, no, like everyone really values you on the team like and she kind of just I suppose she just gives me a bit of an ego boost but it, I suppose it's that validation like hearing someone higher up even higher than her kind of giving that validation that no you are doing the right thing and I think having that soundboard with my supervisor trying to go well, I don't really feel like I do a lot or there's kind of things that I don't know about that it would be nice to kind of know how to do and I don't want to do it on my own it's like there's sections of work that I've not done yet and she's like well, would you like to do it and I'm like I don't want to do it on my own because I don't want to get it wrong and um 
she kind of like go through it with me as many times as I need. And I think having someone who's there to help me along with it has helped massively boost my confidence. So I think the big one for me was kind of like talking it out with like whoever it is that I was feeling the imposter syndrome around, like speaking out with them. And I think kind of another one that like I, I didn't mention earlier, probably like when I first got into my relationship, like I was like, how has this even happened? Like it, it's going to go wrong. Like something's not like, do you know what I mean? Like, and it was like one of them, like the self-fulfilling prophecy. I was waiting for it to just all go horrifically wrong. So I was thinking, nah, there's no way that like this person's gone for me. Like this doesn't happen to me. I'm not the sort of person that this, this happens to. And I think, again, kind of, I would kind of say it to George and he would be like, you're a bit mad, but <laughs> you're crazy. But like just having that soundboard and that revalidation um I think that kind of helps and then after a while you kind of go well actually no yeah like I am good enough and they're not just saying it to make me feel better like it it's it's there I just I need to take a step back and realize my own worth and I think that's always what I struggled in with life like I never really had my own self-worth and I think that's something I actively worked on um so for all the the bad flaws of me what are all my good like my good aspects and just like focusing on them and I think sometimes doing that just kind of makes you reevaluate yourself and it kind of puts you in a bit more of a mental like a better mental place um and I don't do it enough and I should because when I do do it like it makes me go well actually no I am worthy I am deserving and I am where I should be like why can't I do this like why am I putting myself down when I clearly have shown that I can do it like I'm physically doing it now so there's no way for me to mentally need to go, well, no, you can't. Um, so I think for me, it's a lot of like active things that I need to make sure that I do. Uh, what about you, Sue? Yeah, I think some of those things you mentioned there, Freya, are really nice in terms of like how you're able to think about that, the way that those more negative self-critical thoughts were impacting you and try and like actively work on those to kind of balance them out in a way. And I think it's kind of similar, just kind of showing myself a lot more self-compassion and in these moments where I am feeling um, a bit of imposter syndrome, just taking a step back and thinking, okay, well, where am I? Like, it wasn't just luck that got me here. Like, I worked hard to get where I am. I deserve to be where I am. And sometimes it's just kind of saying those affirmations to myself, you know, like, I'm worthy of being where I am. Like, I've worked hard to get where I am. Like, it's not just been luck. It's not just been someone else has done this for me. Like, I have worked to get to where I am. And whether that's in my friendships and I've worked on myself to be the type of friend that I would want to have in my life, then it's the, in that element. Or if it's in work and other kinds of um, career-wise too and the things that I do. Even with, like, this podcast, you know, like, this was just something that, at one point was just a bit of a dream to do and like we just joked about it and here we are like three years later and I know we're all absolutely exhausted after like a long day of work but like even with this like sometimes I have imposter syndrome when we hear our own podcast back I'm like oh my god like it's so weird like we have a podcast and it's three years old like that's insane and I don't think we've even like as the three of us ever actually acknowledged like how much hard work exhaustion like editing everything has gone into doing this let alone for three years um and it's just things like that like celebrating those successes sharing with yeah like similar to what Freya said sharing with people 
sometimes getting that reassurance is nice but also knowing that like I think something I'm trying more to do is just being a bit more confident in myself and not always needing that reassurance because I feel like I am someone who does require a bit more reassurance than I would like in a way um not that it's necessarily a bad thing but I just sometimes wish I had that bit more self-belief you know and could reassure like my me reassuring myself was enough I didn't need someone else to reassure me as well um but I just think that maybe it's about a stage of life I'm at right now because I think that also comes in waves you know like where I'm at in life right now it's all a bit kind of up and down and a bit more self-doubt and confusion and no clear path and I think that then makes it easier to have imposter syndrome and be a bit more difficult or it being more difficult or being more self-critical so I think it's just about that like talking to people about how I feel acknowledging that it's actually imposter syndrome or kind of these feelings rather than it just being like oh I'm just being mean to myself or like it's fine I'll get over it and those kinds of things and just yeah being nice to myself going to my own therapy and bringing this up or talking about it with them as well is really nice having that space I think is important for me um especially work-wise as well um but yeah what about you Tan? I think they're all like really good nice techniques and yeah I'm quite similar as well I think what's helped me or what my manager always says as well is just like note your accomplishments or the things that have gone well because with me I could have you know four five things that have gone well but that one thing that hasn't gone well is what will take over my thoughts my feelings and that's what I will dwell on so and that's something that I'm you know actively trying to work on is actually uh, focusing on the good and knowing that there are good things happening or good things that you know I am able to do so she always says you know take a note of your accomplishments and actually having like a tangible reminder of the things that are going well for you or the things that you are doing uh, can be quite helpful so whenever I'm having those moments of doubt you know I can just reflect back and think about the times where things have gone right or there's been positive outcomes um and you know being able to remind yourself of people that you know you you have been able to help um and things like that so that's something I found helpful within work wise um that she has said to me because my manager because I said I can be very much just focus on what's not going right and the negatives rather than the things that are going right and another thing that I, you know, try to remind myself as well is just to separate your feelings from facts. Like just because you feel a particular way doesn't mean that is actually true reality of what is happening for you. Like, yeah, I feel anxious or I feel stressed or I feel overwhelmed or I don't feel good enough. Doesn't mean that I'm not good enough or that something bad is happening or that there is a threat right in front of me. So just because I feel this way doesn't mean that that is a true reflection of my reality or what is going on for me. So separating those two things I can I find quite helpful and then just knowing that when I am feeling really anxious or overwhelmed that there's no point trying to intellectualize that word intellectualize my emotions because it doesn't work if you're in such a heightened state of anxiety and overwhelm you can't try smart talk those emotions to feel better because it's just too much going on in your brain. So I've just learned that I really need to like self-soothe at that time, you know, and 
what I've learned through therapy as well is that, you know, when you're feeling that way, try tap into your adult self. So like your adult self, what would that say to you? Or that um, sort of higher self almost, that sort of nurturer and um, what voice would well, what would they say to so trying to tap into that voice so for me I'm a big reassurance seeker or I, I quite I do quite a bit of checking on things so like if I'm logging off work I'll have to like check my inbox like a few times to make sure like have I missed something or once I log off if I think oh my god did I reply to that person or did I do that thing that can really bother me and instead of like logging back on to check it you know I'll tap into like try tap into that adult voice that I have done that task like I would have dealt with it as you know when I could as I could if I haven't I will deal with it tomorrow so just trying to you know self-soothe those emotions as as they rise I find to be quite helpful and yeah just I'd say get support and talk to people as well like it's not a easy thing to be able to navigate by yourself of course you can navigate it by yourself with a lot of self-help resources but for me I've you know found it really beneficial actually speaking to you know a professional about these sort of behaviors and essentially learning how to self-soothe and how to not always believe that inner critic in my head so I would say if things if you're experiencing imposter syndrome a lot if it's impacting your day-to-day functioning your day-to-day tasks um you know you're feeling inadequate or you're holding yourself back then to just seek support you know get um you know you can use the nhs um you can use all sorts of services you can lean in to people you trust as well you know it could be friends or loved ones because I'm sure pretty much everybody experiences imposter syndrome. And that's another thing. Just try not to compare yourself to other people, because even though you might see somebody has everything all together and their life appears to be perfect, it's far from the truth because no one's life is perfect. And, you know, not everything is as it seems. So try not to compare yourself to something because, again, this is just your perception of of them, but it may not be the truth. So, you know, lean into people you trust, because I can guarantee they probably feel very much similar to how you feel like we've all experienced similar uh, feelings of this in particular areas of our lives. So, yeah, just reach out and don't deal with it by yourself. And I think that is everything for today. So thank you all for tuning in. And I hope this episode may have normalized some of these feelings that you may experience and allow you to know you're not alone even if you see someone and they appear all together but um together but we all have insecurities we all have you know things that we're all navigating and you know that's okay there's a lot of support available so hopefully you took some tips from this and it can be helpful and we will catch you at the next one bye